Hello everyone, welcome back to Disverse Worldwide, the podcast that is normally about Disney and Universal Parks, but not today, Paul. Oh, you stole a joke that I was going to make. Oh yeah, what was that then? Well, it was kind of like only half formed in my head, but it was going to be like the, uh... yeah, no, it's gone. <laughs> well, that was good. I was gonna... <laughs> Basically, I was going to rinse you for saying Disverse, because we're not doing anything to do with Disney or Universal today. I mean, I am going to start by talking about them just to just to say why we're doing this, because um, obviously at the moment, unless you live in a country where there is a Disney park, there isn't any real sign of being able to go to anyone for a, a non-specific amount of time. Um, I, I've mentioned a few times we've got a trip booked into September, which we've not heard has been cancelled yet, but... It looks like if anyone's going to get to go to somewhere like Disney World or Universal, it's most most likely going to be people who live in Florida to begin with. And yeah. the way things are looking, July at the earliest. Um, and there's always a chance that people like us who live in the UK aren't going to be able to go to a, a theme park outside of the UK for at least the rest of the year, depending on what happens. Okay, yeah, okay. That seems like a pretty decent... Uh excuse to talk about <laughs> yeah i mean you know I, i'm an optimist I, I, as far as i'm aware that trip in september is still going ahead but if not and if you if you're one of the people who has had a trip to disney world or uh well Dis- um universal or disneyland paris or anywhere anywhere like that over summer cancelled and you're thinking well where can we go if we cannot get back to somewhere like that this year we're going to tell you about some of the best options here in the uk because let's be honest if i can go to a theme park in europe i'm going to disneyland paris so that's why I want to talk about the UK as well. We don't have a Disneyland, so let's think about where we can go instead. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think that the, they're probably not quite as well-known um, to if you don't live in the UK. I mean, if you live in the UK, I guess you probably know quite a few of these parks that we're about to talk about because we don't really have... I mean, the UK is quite small, um, so I guess we've probably got quite a lot of theme parks considering... I suppose we, we could also spin this as if, as if you're a, an American theme park enthusiast coming to visit England. Uh, this is some of the places you can go as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, the, well, we're going to talk about them now, but they're, they're, you know, they're worth a visit, without a doubt, some of them. Yeah, the one thing that well, the recurring theme, no pun intended here, is the fact that uh, we don't uh, do the immersion this, to the same extent as Disney. And one thing that frustrates me still is why Disneyland Paris was built in Paris where it wasn't wanted. And why would they didn't go for somewhere? Even if you want guaranteed, you know, half price of weather, land. you can go for the, the south of south of England. Price of the land. It's the price of the land, mate. That's exactly that's what it is. Price yeah. of the UK, price of the land in UK be much much higher than uh, the farmland in France where they where they built it. That would be the reason. But surely they would have still made more money off of it because people in the UK mm. would actually want a Disney park. You say that, but then there's there's been these plans. I mean, this is probably an episode all by itself, actually, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But there was um, the Paramount Park. I don't know how much you know about this, Sam. The uh, the cancelled. Well, it's still kind of in development hell. Actually, it's not actually been cancelled. But this Paramount Park outside of Kent. Do you know about this? Uh, no, not at all. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, we'll save it for another episode. But but in effect, there is still plans at the moment for a, a, a theme park to be built outside of Kent and it would be the biggest theme park in the UK and it would be fully themed, um, you know, like a more, more like Universal than Disney because, it, you know, it's, it's, it would be Paramount um, backed backed by, the, you know, the movie studio Paramount. Uh, but it would have BBC properties, so there'd be like a Doctor Who area uh, and there was like an Aardman area at one point as well. 
I think I'm they might have dropped out actually. But it's the point cool is, is that concept images. They have spent a lot of money on this so far. They've already lost a lot of money. Um, so basically, what I'm saying is that yeah, it's not cheap to build a theme park over here. Um, it's even got its own its own website, LondonResort.info. Yeah, that's what it's called, London Resort. Although it is not in London, but you know, proposed to open in 2024. I had no idea about that. Yeah, it's it's a, it's really cool. I think that we should talk about it at some point. So let's just uh, let's not let's not talk about it now. Just a quick first, <laughs> and I hope Disneyland Paris will have finished its expansions by then. Yeah, but anyway, we don't talk about that because that's a potential theme park. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about the actual theme parks. So and uh, what we think are the best options. Well, should we, start? should we start by laying down where we've both been? Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. So um, I'll go first. Um, as a kid, like most kids in the UK, I went to a lot of the Gulliver's parks, which are really yeah. child focused. Uh, one park that I remember also was in, I think it was in Derbyshire, was something called the, I think I've touched on this before, the American Adventure, which looking back is probably one of the strangest theme parks that I've ever been to. Um, <laughs> it's basically a lake with a couple of rides around it. Um, one yeah. of them, I think, is now somewhere like, is, is now been moved to somewhere like Glasgow or maybe Pleasureland in Southport. It was called the Missile, which um, basically pulled you backwards up a hill and then dropped you down. So you, you shot down the hill, went up and around a curve, and up. Yeah. An opposing hill and back down and around um sort of like a u-shaped type thing there was a floating they called it a floating island which was basically like a big round uh thing that you stood on and went up into the air which was um launched by boy zone right, and then there was okay. just randomly there's just this little area that's like a western saloon and it also had the tallest uh, log flume ride either in europe or in england one of the two. Oh, okay so i went there a lot when i was a kid but that that eventually went bankrupt and closed yeah. Um, I've been to Flamingo Land as a kid. I've been to Drayton Manor. But then the two that I've been to the most are Alton Towers. Yeah. And although I've not been there for about 10 years, but we used to go a lot when I was a kid and we used to always go and stay at the hotel. And the one that I may have been to the most and have definitely been to the most recently because we went last spring is Blackpool Pleasure Beach. So they're, they're my yeah. main ones, I think. Cool. Uh, I mean, I'm not a million miles away from that as well. Um for me, uh, I used to go to Gulliver's World is the only Gulliver's I've been to um, in the UK. As you said, it's like a very child-focused theme park. So that's probably the first theme park I went to, actually. Um, and I'm kind of too young to fully remember what it's like. Um, I've been to... Oh, Camelot. Do you remember Camelot, Sam? I've not been to Camelot, but I've seen the remains of it from the motorway. Yeah. I went to Camelot once um, as a kid. as kind of like a King Arthur-themed theme park. Um, I've been to Blackpool Pleasure Beach, but I've not been there very often. I think I've only been twice. Um, and then I've been to Thorpe Park, which is one of the two big theme parks, really, in the UK. Um, Thorpe Park, Thorpe Park is, uh, is we're, we're both from the north of England, and Thorpe Park is um, a bit further down south, near Watford. Sort of, If you live near London, Thorpe Park would be your sort of local big theme park. Um, but the theme park I've been to the most, without a shadow of a doubt, is Alton Towers, um, because we used to go every year as a school treat with my with my secondary school. So effectively, I went there seven years in a row um, with the school. Yeah, I think it is probably my most visited one. Think about it not be, not in terms of amount of times I've visited, but amount of days I've spent there. Because we used to go at birthdays and stay for like five nights. Yeah, it's pretty um, close by to it, really. It's only it's only sort of an hour, hour and a half from where I live. I don't know about you, Sam. Yeah, the same. And you used <clears> to get um, an hour early entry with the hotel. It's now only half an hour, and you, only, you can only get on like two rides. But you used to be able to get yeah. on the big roller coasters. So I, we know we'd get on 
Nemesis, for example, get off, get straight back on, get off, get straight back on. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll get there, Sam, we'll get there. Um, yeah. One, one thing I do want to say about kind of like the UK theme park scene is, well, two, two things really. So a, a lot of memories of my childhood are these travelling fairs, um, and I'm sure like, you know, other countries have them and stuff, but it's like quite a big part of what I remember in my childhood, that when there'd be like a community event on, you know, in the local park, they'd be there for like, you know, we do stuff like pageants and stuff or like, you know, like the, the where you'd have like a car boot sale or whatever, but there'd also be like these traveling fairs with, you know, these drop rides and all that sort of stuff. Um, so that's kind of like a big ride memory for me. My mum wouldn't let me go on them when I was a kid because, you know, like dangerous. <laughs> yeah, and that knocked up overnight with, with a spanner and a, a few yeah. of plywood. Yeah, and then the other thing I'll say is that we don't do theme parks over here, really. I would say that apart from Legoland, which I've not been to, Alton Towers is the only theme park, and everything yeah. else is an amusement park. Yeah, and and as much as I love it, and I'm going to talk about it in detail, Blackpool Pleasure Beach is the perfect example. And I guess looking yeah. at it, Thought Park is the same as well. Collection <coughs> yeah, of Thought Park is exactly the same. Absolutely yeah. zero theming. There's, there's Thought Park is a very, it's a very odd place because it's probably got, it's probably got as many rides as Alton Towers, but it is squashed into probably, I don't know, a quarter of the space. So basically, you walk for five minutes and there's another ride. There's no theming; it's all just pathways all over the place. The rides are good, and some of the rides are themed themselves, but the park itself is not. Um, so it's just kind of like, you know, it's it's fun. I think this is kind of like the biggest difference, really, and why we talk about, you know, why we're based in the UK and we talk about Disney and Universal so much, because the difference, it is absolutely massive. And it might not be in terms of like, you know, the quality of the ride necessarily in terms of, you know, the, on Towers, the Thought Park, Blackpool. They've got some really, really good rides, really fun rides, some good roller coasters and, and whatnot. But you're going to be waiting in a queue a lot of the time. You're going to be milling around. Not, I mean, your ride experience is actually a tiny fraction of your day, really, because your rides, you're going to be on for, I mean, if you're on a roller coaster, it's what, five minutes maximum? Two minutes, that's really? A long two and a half minutes? Really. Yeah. Um, you know, if you add up all the time you spent on a ride, it's probably not going to add up to too much. So the reason why I love Disney Universe so much is just the, just the experience of being there. Uh, taking in the atmosphere, you know, seeing the street shows, going into the shops, you know, eating in the themed dining experiences, you know, the list goes on, really. And that's so, what we don't get in the UK when it comes to, to those parks. It's, yeah, it's we just, don't. We don't get it. Just group a lot of rides together, walk between them, wait and get on. There's no entertainment in between. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, with, with, as I said, maybe the exception of Alton Towers a little bit. Which we'll talk. We'll probably t- we're going to talk about on towers. I think towards the end because, as as we said, this is where we've been to the most. It's probably the best theme park in the UK, um, both in terms of rides and also theming. So, should we start off talking about some of the other the other theme parks then? Yeah. Sam, be- where should before we, I do, one thing start? I'm going to say is, is if if I was to go to a UK theme park tomorrow, I'd probably choose Legoland just because it. Is actually since going to Disney, I've got, come to appreciate theming more. I'd like to go and see how well that is themed because look well, at the pictures I, for it. it I would expect like, probably it not fun. that much. <laughs> I think I'd be disappointed. And it's, pro- and it's, I know it's small as well. That's the other thing you have to remember about these UK parks that they are small in comparison to yeah. the US ones. Apart from Montauk, which is massive, uh, but there's a reason for that, and we'll, we can talk about that in a bit. 
Would you want to start with Thorpe Park then? Because I've not been to that one. I'm interested to... Because I know it's basically got a clone of Nemesis at Alton Towers there, apparently. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, like, also a weird, a weird little thing about the UK is that, like, a lot of these parks are all owned by the same company. Um, yeah, Merlin. Like, Merlin Entertainment, I think it's what it's called. Um, yeah, so, I mean, Thorpe Park is... It's, as I said, it is, it's an amusement park. And from what I... I've only been once, actually... Uh, I went for like a for like a birthday treat. We kind of went down there, made a made a day of it. Um, and from what I remember, there are just a lot of roller coasters all in the same spot. And actually, I'm kind of like looking up at it now. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven roller coasters. All in, oh no, and also it's not got one there that I've also been on. Uh, so there's actually even more than that that they haven't put on this map because this must be an old map. Um, and the, they're, they're quite, the, the, good, the cool thing about it is they're all quite varied. Um, so they've got like, a, they've got like a launch coaster that just has like a, a, almost like a complete 90 degree angle. So it kind of like, it's a big, how do, how do I describe this? It, it's, it just it's it's it was probably the highest roller coaster when it was built because it basically just shoots you forwards and then shoots you up over this big. Um, oh, I know like what I've seen the picture. Like it's it's not sore, is it? Stealth, it's a different, different ride. What'd you say? Sorry, it's not sore, is it? It's a different ride. No, it's stealth. It's called stealth. But sore okay. has also got that sort of uh, sore is a bit like rocket rock rip ride rocket. Yeah, yeah, it's got that vertical lift hill. Yeah, so Sora's got Sora's got a vertical lift hill, um, in the same way that Rip Ride Rocket does. Yeah, so Sora's a bit weird because Sora is Saw is based on the movies, um, and it has got like a themed queue uh, and a themed area, um, but that's and that's kind of it, it's a bit like that. Like it does kind of have randomly themed areas, I think, and it's quite big for like Halloween. It has quite a lot of Halloween horror mazes and stuff um but yeah from what, whenever i think of thought park i always think of like they build a roller coaster to try actually i'd say this about the uk quite a lot because i think alton towns has also done this when they build a ride it has to break some sort of record um yeah. so that they can say it in the marketing that it's broken a record so i just remembered this one about this one called colossus in thought park which had the most corkscrews what's that you know what that's called i can't remember the actual name but yeah. they are corkscrews but it had the most in in the world basically when it was built um and for what i remember that ride is is that there's just a bit where you're just kind of like going in a loop just like <laughs> round and round and round for ages um but it's yeah, still a really fun if, ride if you google images it like the fourth image long is a cover for a youtube video and it just looks like a helix basically yeah that's it yeah helix yeah um yeah, but the rides are really good. I mean, this is the thing about it. It's it's squashed into such a small space, um, but there's not really that much to say about it, really, other than just, like, there are lots of rides, and they're really fun. Um, it's, like, it's almost like all our theme parks are basically Six Flags, where you've got great roller coasters, but not any theming. That's exactly what that like, yeah. That's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good analogy, actually. Um, yeah, they're, they're like Six Flags. <laughs> which I think leads me nicely into uh, one of my favourite parks in the UK which is Blackpool Pleasure Beach um, 
I think a lot can be said about Blackpool. It's it's honest, isn't it? It's an honest place. Uh, <laughs> it's a good way. Yes. It's basically a, a good example of, of when a what, what used to be a really probably popular and quite vibrant seaside resort just gets forgotten. Well, not forgotten about because a lot of people still go to Blackpool, but the hotels, the restaurants have basically stopped feeling the need to add quality to their products. I once uh, tried to describe the Blackpool illuminations to an American person. Do you think you could... Okay, I'll try. So Blackpool Illuminations <laughs> is every year. It starts in October. It runs through November, and basically the 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 front of Blackpool is is quite long. It goes it's a couple of miles, and there's like historic trams that go up and down it. It's, it's a good place to go for a day trip. Um, but they they basically decorate the front like if you ever go past facades, the, like, like you know, like a like a, the, the the building facades, aren't they? Like, yeah, uh, and there's like lights. There's basically loads of different illuminations as you go along, all with different themes. But they're not really good quality. It's almost like when you go past a council estate, we've got too many Christmas decorations on the front garden. It's, it's like two miles. It's like of that, Christmas, isn't it? yeah. It's like yeah, it's like somebody has decorated their house at Christmas. That's what it's like. But it's great when you're a kid. That is absolutely amazing. You get in your car and you're in a huge queue of cars and you drive down the front of Blackpool and you look at the illuminations. And when you're a kid, it's... God, Sam, we must have had, like... This sort of stuff was well exciting for us. Yeah. Things have really changed now. (laughs) It spawned a great tradition, which is, if you leave too many lights on in your house, your dad will say it's like Blackpool illuminations in here. He will. He would say that. Yeah, my dad used to say that as well. I think it's just just a thing that I don't know if it's just a northern thing or what. It, well, it definitely must be just a northern thing because people from the south have no idea what the illuminations are. But I think Blackpool Pleasure Beach actually it summarizes Blackpool. It's well, there's like it's basically there's a lot of history at Blackpool Pleasure Beach with the rides, but it's they've not been well maintained. It's been I want to say forgotten about because it is a loved park, but if you think Space Mountain is rickety. Cool, should, yeah. Should go on some of the rides yeah. at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. How they are not for for the part as you ride. Have they still got the system where you don't pay? You pay per ride. Yeah, this is a good thing. You, you can essentially get in for a fiver. Um, you can either pay to have tokens per ride, or you can pay for a wristband, which gets you on as many rides as you want. I think we paid about oh, 15, okay. 15, 20 quid to get in last time we went. Right. Um, okay. To go on anything, and it, it does have some some of my favourite rides. Um, yeah. But it is a good example of zero theming like the best you can get is the the there's there's a ride called that was literally called roller coaster um yeah and they rethemed it to nickelodeon all they did was paint the track orange that's literally all they did <laughs> the track is now orange so it's now a nickelodeon ride um the only places where there are theming is, is the their new ride they've got a new roller coaster called icon which i think and if it's again it's what you were saying we always try and be the first to do something i don't know if yeah. it's the world's or europe's or uk's first double launch coaster yeah 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 and it's it's an, it is probably the best roller coaster I've been on in this country. Oh, okay. And the actual area of it is themed somewhat, so it kind of stands out a little bit. Um, That's but cool. What surprised me is is so we went last year, and then the last time before that was about ten years ago, and then the new ride was Infusion, which is like an inverted uh, coaster, you know, a bit like Nemesis. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And. I went on it last year and it was so rickety. I'm thinking this ride's only ten years old. How is it this <laughs> uncomfortable? Uh, just, but the, obviously the big 
the big pull for Blackpool Pleasure Beach is the ride that was called the the Pepsi Max, and I'll just call it. The yeah, big that one. was something in it had. It had uh, like Pepsi Max cans that you went through. Yep, and that was <laughs> the tallest roller coaster in the world, was it when it opened? It must have been, yeah. Otherwise, what? Well, yeah, because it was just called the big one, wasn't it? Yeah. Or so, well, it was called uh, the Pepsi the Pepsi Max big one or whatever, and it's just it just goes up really high, <laughs> and then back down again. <laughs> I mean, the view is amazing. But the thing I go to Blackpool Pleasure Beach for is those historic rides. So you've got rides that are probably, what do you say, at least 100, maybe 100 years old? Um, yes. All, all yeah. these wooden roller coasters. You know, you've got the Grand National, which attempts yeah, to recreate National, that famous yeah. horse race with two racing uh, coasters. And <laughs> we, went, <laughs> we went on it once. I thought that was fun. Let's go on it again. I went, oh, let's go on the back. Look, there's extra cushions for your head on the back. Um, and then <laughs> by the time I got off, I realized why there was extra cushions for your head on the back. Yeah, and that's when I realised why you never sit on the back of a roller coaster, especially when it's a hundred years old. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Um, we we went to um, slightly slightly off topic. When we lived in Australia, we went to this place called Luna Park um, in Melbourne, um, and that was kind of like a similar a similar deal to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. It's it was like um, it's it's. It's nowhere near as big. Like it's not as it's not as extensive as uh, as Blackpool Pleasure Beach, but it's it had like a similar roller coaster. It opened in 1912, Luna wow. Park, um, and it had like around the edge, it had this old wooden roller coaster that was controlled by a woman with a lever. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So basically, you get on this you'd get on this roller coaster, and. Yeah, there would be a woman who was controlling the brake. Oh, it was the brakes. That was it. She was controlling the brakes with a lever. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'm looking um, now. So the yeah, Grand National was it, opened in 1935. Yeah, so this is 1912 when this when this one Jeez. opened in Australia. Uh, so, and it it uh, it really hurts to ride it. I can imagine. <laughs> like the Grand National. So the oldest one still open in, in, in Blackpool, and it is still an icon, is, is the Big Dipper. Um, yes, yes, the big which basically one, yeah. just dips, dips and rises a lot, and again, really rickety. But it's also got some, it's got some really unique rides as well. Um, I mean, it's yeah. got something called Steeplechase. I don't know if you remember this, where you get on the back of like uh, a, prost- a prosthetic horse, like a metal or wooden painted. Oh horse. yes, yeah. I and you go over that. a track, yeah. and how no one's fallen off that, I have no idea. Someone must have fallen yeah. off that at some point. So basically, what we're saying here, Sam, is that basically all the rides here like, are just really uncomfortable to ride. On. Yeah. <laughs> Well, one of my favourites is something called um, called Avalanche, which basically I think there's a, it might be a, a ride in in Europe Park in um, Germany like this, where you you go up a, a lift hill, yeah, but then it comes off the track and goes down like a bobsled uh, type thing. Um, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so it's a trackless roller coaster, which is re- a really really fun ride. And I think yeah. they're also the first park to do. Um, they've got something called it used to be called the Iron Brew, now it's called Revolution. Yeah, they Which just get fucking is where you go down and through a loop just... and back and then do the same backwards. And I'm not sure if that was the first ride to do that as well, because that was in the 70s that that opened. Yeah, it probably was. So they have um, a lot of firsts, just... and they have, just before we move on to Alton Towers probably, a ride that consistently wins the best water ride in the world at Blackpool really? Beach. Yep, Valhalla, which is currently undergoing a makeover. Oh yeah, I was just going to ask about that, because I, I, I can't remember Valhalla. Because um, I'm just looking at a map now, and it's got this... Huge big building, just a square building, reimagining Valhalla. Tell me what what what's Valhalla? Why can't I remember Valhalla? Valhalla is without a doubt the best ride uh, at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. 
um, we used to go every October, and this is a water ride where you get soaked, and we'd always go on it at the end. So oh, yeah, I'm looking, sorry, yeah, I'm looking at it now, and I yeah, I remember this. Sorry, carry on, carry so, on. So last this. year was uh, the fifth year running that it, at the Golden Ticket Awards, it won the best water ride in the world, uh, Valhalla. Yeah. So basically, it's a Viking-themed water ride, and, it, and the theming in this is incredible. It's the one area of Blackpool Pleasure Beach that is incredibly well-themed. <laughs> so you, you, you're basically going through Valhalla. So the, the Viking idea of this, like, warriors. Heaven or hell? There's a lot of fire, so it must be hell. No, Valhalla's, um, Valhalla is definitely heaven. Is it? The Vikings, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> fair enough. Um, so. Yeah, so the idea of, of Viking heaven. But they liked fire, didn't they? So... Um, and I want, if anyone who's not been on it, I won't reveal what happens, but there's an amazing bit where yeah, you come out and it opens up <clears> and you can see the whole park. And that's when it does the thing that I think wins it, the award. Um, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, Paul. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah Valhalla is, is the jewel in the crown there. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Fair, yeah. Fair enough. I, I, for some reason I completely forgot it was called that. I don't know why. But yeah, I, it's great ride. I guess it's because it's been so long since I've been on it, since I've been I've been to Blackpool that I just can't. I can, it's kind of they're just kind of there in my memory, but not like fully formed. Yeah, uh, it was always the last ride eventually. Yeah, cool. So should we, should we move on to what we think is the best then? Yeah, Alton Towers. Alton Towers. Alton so Towers I, the best. I, I've not been in ten years, so when I was there, the new ride was Rita, and there's a lot open since then. Yeah. Um. So kind of just to describe what like what Alton Towers is, it's so well, at the beginning, I said that Alton Towers is probably the only true theme park in the UK. Um, and that's kind of, they kind of cheated in that because Alton Towers is set in the grounds of an old manor house. Um, so there's, there's a, which is almost like a castle, actually. It's like a castle come manor. Um, and then they built this theme park within these huge extensive grounds um so it's all they've already got these fantastic gardens and uh and whatnot so it's already really lush and it is it is massive alton towers um i think it's bigger than disneyland paris it wouldn't surprise me yeah i think we looked once um of how big it actually is i think yeah i think it's definitely bigger than paris i think it might even be bigger than the magic kingdom uh, and I'm talking here just just pure size. Uh, Alton Towers, and this is a, a thing that we'd always used to joke about, Sam. To get from one end to the other, it is a you are hiking around Alton Towers. Yeah, you can walk through. You have to walk through woods and stuff to get to some areas. Yeah, yeah. And then you you could take shortcuts through the gardens, but it was you could easily get lost. Yeah, because they're so big. It's huge. Um, and, so, and what they do, something that they do, they probably do this on purpose, is that so so Walton Towers actually does have themed areas. So that's what I'm saying. It is probably one of the only parks in the UK which does have these themed areas. Um, so they've got um, Forbidden Valley. They've got the Gloomy Woods. They've got the X Sector. They've got the Dark Forest. They've got the Katanga um, Can- Canyon, which has got the mine train and the rapids. Yeah, the Katanga Canyon. Um, so. And these areas, they're not like, you know, crazily wealthy, but they've made an effort, Sam. They've made an effort. So I think we yeah. should give them a bit of credit for that. And one of the um, things that I, that I like about it, uh, and one of the things that makes me think Disney, is it's got a monorail 
and it does. It's yeah, got a, it's got a skyline, and I think the monorail from either the hotel. I think the, the hotel monorail actually goes through the park a little bit. As it well. does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so you get yeah. to see some of the rides, and yeah. because it is so big, you can get from I think it's like Forbidden Valley to uh, to where like Rita the Dark Forest, I think, and also to the entrance by a cable car. Yes, yeah, the cable car goes to yeah the uh, yeah where Rita is. Um, yeah, and yeah, each ride is really well themed. So the thing, the one that stands out to me as being like typically Alton Towers in terms of theming and immersion is Nemesis. Yeah, so ne- Nemesis is based like in a in like a valley, and it's it's all about the backstories to do with like a monster that's unearthed under there. There is there is like a really cool under undercurrent storyline that runs through like the whole of. Uh, Alton Towers, which is pretty cool, um, and they were again. There's there's some there's it's it's quite unusual Alton Towers because there is a because they basically inherited these grounds from the uh, from the very rich person who used to own them. There are some odd restrictions that they have to stick to, so they're not allowed to build a roller coaster above a certain height limit. So okay. what they do instead is that so for Nemesis, for example, is that they they dug into the ground so nemesis is like most of it's underground um, yeah because the the, the the first lift hill isn't actually that high and you don't feel no, like you really drop yeah. that much you feel you feel like you actually go into underground yeah um so nemesis was was definitely the first inverted roller coaster in the world when they built it oh really yeah yeah um wow it's, it's a then, great ride yeah really good ride still really good i think holds up i think it's it's like uh, Jewel and Dragons, isn't it? That's that's what it's like. Yeah, it's um, very smooth as well. I mean, the one thing I will say is these rides are well maintained and they stay smooth. Yeah, so these rides, apart from those, you know, aside from those other parks we mentioned, well, Fort Park actually as well is they they are maintained as well. Well, but on towers definitely, um, and also the uh, Oblivion was the first, you know, the first straight down drop. vertical drop ride. Yeah, yeah. everyone remembers that. That don't look down. Is it sort of yeah. crawls over the edge and comes to i don't know if it actually and properly it, comes to a stop or if it just moves so slowly that you think it's stopped yeah and th- well, this is kind of the problem though with some of these rides now is that like these sort of gimmicks like that was definitely a gimmick and that's kind of like now it's kind of boring really that ride because all it does is that like all it does is drop down um yeah. and 13 is another one where they were the th- th- that roller coaster is the first to have a drop on the roller coasters it's a roller coaster and then halfway through it becomes a drop tower which like is crazy cool and innovative um yeah it's exactly like hagrid so 13 was the first to do that um but the rest of the ride is really bland it's really boring um and which I, is a I, shame. I think see when i was there the new ride was rita queen of speed yeah, again, that was the fastest launch. Yeah, the fastest launch in the world when it opened. But again, without that gimmick, a little bit boring. It is, yeah. So that is, you know that is a criticism I would have of the of Alton Towers. Um, they have a really cool. It's called Galactica now, but it used to be called Air, and that's a, a flying roller coaster. Uh, like Manta like at SeaWorld, basically. The Manta, yeah, at SeaWorld. Was it the first um, to do that? Maybe. It probably was. Yeah, it probably was because. Uh, I don't think because the theme park scene, the theme park scene obviously is the biggest in the US, um, and it's it's more of a it's more of a regular thing that a lot of people do, um, and I think over here it's just not. I think a lot. I, I just don't think that many as as many people do it. It's probably partly due to the weather because our weather's obviously not great, and you need you need pretty decent weather really um, to go to a theme park and have a you know not a totally miserable time. Yeah, I remember um, when we one of our trips to Alton Towers when we were staying, we got on Oblivion. And we we're waiting to go up the climb, 
and it just started absolutely hammering it down with rain. Yeah. And we were just sat there in the open, just waiting to go up, and we got absolutely soaked. Yeah. We had to go back to the hotel, get changed, and then mm-hmm. come back to the park. Yeah, very regular occurrence over here uh, in the UK. Uh, and I would also say that, um, you know, like they, the price to get in is like really cheap considering like how many rides are there. Um, and you can always find vouchers and deals like, you know, for half price entry or discounted entry or whatever. Uh, you know, they basically they're almost paying you to come, you know, or, you know, giving you perks and stuff. So when does Disney bloody do that? I mean, they don't. They don't need to because you just, you know. Having said that, I prefer the Disney pay. model where the ticket is more expensive, but included in that are a lot of things that make your experience more enjoyable. Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying that it's not worth the, the extra price because obviously with Disney you get, you know, a lot more, as we've said. But it is just interesting that, you know, they have to do that to get you to come. Um, now, some um, of these rides as well, I used to talk about a theme in, like they've opened a couple of new coasters since I was there. Particularly yeah. Smiler and Wicker Man look like they're incredibly well themed. Like the, yeah. the, the main centerpiece for Wicker Batman, this massive wooden effigy, with, it yeah. just looks incredible. Yeah, it looks cool. Maybe a good Although I'm a little bit scared if I go on that, I'm going to get sacrificed. So, we'll, uh... yeah, well, we should say about the Smiler as well that if people don't know that there was there was a very rare uh, accident that happened on that ride, um, which I believe was down to human error, and. Uh, yeah, it resulted a, in two yeah. people losing a leg. It resulted in two people losing a leg, which is uh, not great. It's one of those, though. <laughs> I mean, I, I wonder what the stats are like in terms of theme park accidents versus aeroplane crashes. Oh, yeah, it'd be much, yeah, yeah. It'd be, be very low, I'm sure. Uh, prop, you know, properly the, uh, proper, properly maintained theme parks, we should say, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it wouldn't put me off going on it because, I say, it's such no. a rare occurrence. Yeah, um, and it's a really good ride. It's probably the best roller coaster there, actually, to be honest. Yeah, it does. Look, I mean, I watched a few POVs of it. It looks really intense. Yeah, it looks incredibly intense. But um, I say I love I love Alton Towers, but I've not been for a long time. And one of the the issues I have is yeah, you can get a ticket cheap, but it because there aren't many good well there aren't really any other true theme parks in the UK. It pulls a big crowd, and so you spend a lot of time waiting in line. And if you want to skip the queue, they charge you an incredible sum. Oh, to they be able charge to skip you a lot queue. of money. Yeah. And even if you stay at the hotel, the hotel isn't cheap. I mean, obviously, it's not quite Disneyland Paris hotel expensive. But you used to get like an hour's early entry to go on all the rides. Now you get 30 minutes with only two or th- maybe two roller coasters. I think it's Oblivion and Wicker Man. You don't get any fast passes included with your hotel. Yeah, no and fast so, passes, no single so, rider. I don't it's think just like, there is actually. There's too much waiting for me. That's there's a lot of waiting, reason, yeah. Part of the reason we enjoyed Disney so much is we didn't really wait for anything. And Universal, you stay at the top hotels, you get you get a fast pass included in your hotel room. Yeah. I don't think mm-hmm. I can convince my partner to come and stand with me in a queue for three hours because I think part of the reason we enjoyed some of the rides that perhaps she's not as keen on, like, you know, Tower Terror, Drop Tower, um, yeah. she's not a big fan of launch coasters but love rock and roller coasters, it's because you haven't got time to build up the fear. You just get straight on and you go. I think and... I think you can go at times of year where you don't have to wait so much. But as you said, if you go at the ideal type of year, which is you know during the summer time when it's you know not going to rain and you're going to be miserable, um, it is very it can be very very busy. Yeah, as I think you it said. basically and has to no, go in there's... May really May when schools are still in, but it's starting yeah. to get warmer, and you'd probably have to go on a weekday. So you'd have to book a day off work to go. Because as, as you said, there's no there's no respite for it. There's, it's just constant queuing. You know, if you want to go on any of the big rides, you're just going to be queuing. 
Just and just to put it into day, context, really. what I mean by expensive, um, let me find this for you now. I was looking at Fast Tracks earlier, uh, and it's well, done in tiers. So one yeah. of the things I love about Disney is your, is your Fast Pass is included. Um, yes, that is, that is brilliant. And in yeah. LA, it's only an extra twenty dollars, isn't it, to be able to keep doing it? So twenty eight no, pounds. It's, well, it's cheaper than that. The fact, well, the fact, just just to be clear about that, the Fast Pass is, is included in in LA. Is but it the same you in can Paris pay as well? Fifteen, yeah, and in Paris, yeah. But you can pay right. fifteen dollars in in the in in uh, in LA to basically be able to book Fast Passes on your phone, which I think you can do for free in Florida. Yeah. But it changes the game in that in LA because you haven't had people, you can't book 30 days in advance and stuff. So basically it's a free-for-all on the on the day. Um, yeah, I think we do well there because my partner's really good at getting on the day Fast Passes. And in Paris, yeah, so it, isn't it like you can basically just pay a bit extra just to have to cut out having to go between from ride to ride to pick up your fast passes you can just it must be yeah it might be the same sort of thing but you can still get them for free and go to the place and you know get your time and stuff before they've run out whereas alton towers so here we are so if you want to fast track four rides just once uh, and they are oblivion nemesis galactic in 13 28 pounds the next one for six rides is 45 pounds let's put this into context before you say this sam the a day ticket is 34 pounds yeah and that is a full price ticket, which, as I said, I don't think I've ever paid. I think I, I've, no. I think the maximum I've ever paid is about 20 quid to go exactly. to Alton Towers. Um, now, here we are. Fast Track 15 rides. So if you want to be able to get on the new roller coaster, Fast Track, and you can only, still only Fast Track each ride once, £60. If you want unlimited, it's £100. Yeah, for fast track. crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I just... If I'm going... I'm not going without a fast track because I don't want to stand in queues. Um, although yeah, I, I'm, I'm cheap, so I don't I don't like paying extra. So <laughs> I, I want to go on everything. I want to go on everything, and I want to eat at the roller coaster restaurant. I want to talk about this for a second. It actually has a themed oh, restaurant. Yeah, it's it's cool. I've not been. My brother my brother went with my mum and dad recently, and they said it was it was really cool. Yeah, go on, Sam, describe it. So there's a a restaurant in uh, the Forbidden Valley by Galactica called the Roller Coaster Restaurant. And actually, when you've eaten at Disney, the prices don't look that insane. You're talking about 15 quid for a main, um, which is what you might expect to pay for a meal out anyway in the UK. I don't yeah. imagine it's up to the same standards in terms of quality of food, but you order <laughs> no. your food on tablets and then it comes down to your table on a roller coaster and arrives at your table that way. Um, it's a massive gimmick, but I love a gimmick. Um, <laughs> so I think that sounds really cool. Yeah, I think it looks great, and apparently it is really cool. Uh, it's it, kind of like it, the the idea behind the uh, Muppets restaurant that never happened, where the yeah. rats serve you pizza. Is it where Ripsaw was? Um, I don't know if you remember Ripsaw. That was a, that was. I do, I do remember Ripsaw. I'm looking at the map now. Yeah, it is. Because yeah, that was a is. ride. I remember seeing my oh, dad go on, and, and that I was. Like that. I yeah, like that's. That, I never went on that because it just looked scary. Yeah, it's like, cool though. It's, it was, uh, it's well, it's it's this it's the it's it's an actual proper version of the ride I was I was talking about earlier in these traveling carnivals that would come. I can't remember the exact name of it, but it's it's like a, a what well, they they've got a proper name, but you know you you've got about twenty people sat in two rows, and then it spins you round and round and round. What's it called? It's called a, a top spin ride. Also, sometimes referred to as, as a flat. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh, and, and it used to take you up and spin you around. At the same time, it would shoot water at you from beneath as well. It would. 
Um, Submission's gone as well, Sam. Do you remember Submission? What was was Submission in X Sector? Yeah, and Submission was incredibly similar. (laughs) Yeah, this is the one we're trying to remember. This is really bugging us. We're trying to remember because my partner was talking about it. Wasn't it like a pirate ship that went upside down but held you upside down type thing? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was a double swinging inverter is what it's called. I'm going to look at this now. I'm going to get this picture up. Um, yeah, but yeah, you're right. It's kind of like a kind of like a pirate ship, but you can go upside down as well. Yeah. So I mean, and ironically, there is also a pirate ship <laughs> where you don't yeah, go upside there is down. Blade, that's still there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's got some amazing roller coasters. It, it's the best collection of roller coasters in the country. Uh, I would agree with that. Yeah. It's the best Although, well, the... again, I don't know. It's tough to say really because Thorpe, Thorpe Park, Park, the roller coasters in Thorpe Park are very good. Um, it's hard to say, really. I mean, when I went to Thorpe Park, I enjoyed the rides more, but I think that was a bit of Alton Towers fatigue because at that point I've been to Alton Towers every year for, you know, probably about 10 years or so. Uh, and then going to Thorpe Park was the first time I'd ever been. And, you know, it was just a bit, bit, bit of a change, a bit exciting, you know. One, one thing I, I would suggest, though, um, one thing that puts me off going and staying, because I used to love that when I was a kid, is the hotel hasn't changed since I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> it needs updating, seriously needs updating. Um, yeah. But I think if you're going to come to the UK, or if you're in the UK and you're trying to look for something to get that theme park needs, those theme park needs met, and you've had something like your trip to Universal or Disney cancelled, I think Alton Towers is probably your best bet. Yeah, I think it is. If you're in the north, if you're in the south, I'd say go to Thorpe Park. <laughs> Spinball Wizard was new when I was there as well. I remember, I remember seeing Spinball Wizard. Not a, big, not a big fan of that ride. That's a bit like, uh, oh, what's an example in Disney? It's a wild mouse roller Yeah, coaster, it's basically it, like um, spins a bit. Primeval Whirl. Yes, that's what it's like. Yeah, Primeval Whirl. But also a, but a different type of track, though. It's not like the standard boxy wild mouse uh, ride track. It's sort of, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird ride. I remember looking at it and thinking, yeah. what, why is that there just by itself? Yeah, not a bit, not a big fan of that ride at all. So, what's your favorite then? What's your favorite roller coaster in Alton Towers? Oh, that's a that's a really good question. Um, I think it was Air before they changed it. I used to love Air, um, but I've not I've not been on it since they've changed it. So, I guess for me, it is still Air. I suppose um, Mine, mine's Nemesis. Well, I've not been on yeah, obviously I mean, not been the three new ones, but Nemesis is my favorite. Nemesis is a great ride. I think I think the Smiler the Smiler is probably the best roller coaster there I think objectively, um, but again we had to wait ages <laughs> to come on the Smiler. Um, so yeah, I think Air 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 definitely has like a, a feeling that you can't really replicate on a lot of rides. It was pretty unique. It's quite unique, quite a unique sensation. Um, obviously, yeah. Yeah, as you said, Man- Manta in uh, in Sea is like that as well. Um, but but there wasn't a lot like it. I, don't, I think Air must have been the first one when Air first opened. Uh, it's a very cool ride. I like it a lot. Um, I'm just googling yeah, now to see if it was. The the, uh, the there used to be there was a ride that opened with Alton Towers called the Corkscrew, which was the first double looped roller coaster, um, and that was that was quite fun. I, that was still open when I was going. You know, years ago, it's closed now. Um, it was a bit rickety, but it was quite—it was a good ride, quite fun. I think. Did you ever I think get to go on looking that? at this, I think it—I think it was the first air of that type because it was first conceived yeah, in the nineties, but it took them ages to actually be able to do it. See, they always—they always the first. It's drawing the crowd, so they can put the adverts. Yeah, 
Um, and also, actually, it's worth mentioning if you are, you know, if you're looking for that kind of uh, family experience, Alton Towers has got a huge kids area now. Yeah, uh, with, with rides specifically designed for kids, and also um, not just outside that as well. You've got things like the the Runaway Mine Train, which is classic, a classic mine train. Yeah. Uh, the rapids, but the one thing I do miss is the flume that used to be there where you went round in a bathtub. Yeah, that was a really good ride. Yeah, it's gone now. That's a real shame. It is a shame. Yeah, but there was a really else? good bit where there would be like uh, rubber ducks that would fire stuff at you. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it now, that ride was so cheap. Like I remember the theme in like that you just you keep what? It was an advert for Imperial Leather, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You were in Imperial Leather baths, and you'd used to. I remember this now. You used to queue around this like this big faint lake or whatever and you'd get you'd get in your bathtub and then basically it would just be like you would go through the woods do you remember like you'd get you'd be on this track that you'd just go through the woods and there was no theming and then occasionally there'd be like a building that you'd go in and there'd be a giant rubber duck that would fire water at you and then and then yeah you'd go down (laughs) go down into the uh do a big splashdown yeah it was a fun ride but it is it is quite funny when you think about it like that's probably like the least themed. That was probably the least themed ride. And it's also got a um, uh, a haunted house which has been repurposed into like a dual type view where you've got a gun and you're trying to score points, which is quite fun as well. Yeah, it's um, decent, decent ride. Yeah. So it's got a monorail. It's got cable cars. It's got a loosely themed hotel. It's probably the closest thing we have to a theme park in the UK, and I, th- yeah, I think it does, does does it pretty well. Um, I, I don't think you're going to go there and not have a good time. No, I think you would have a good time, yeah. I think you have a good time yeah. at Blackpool Pleasure Beach as well, but just lower your expectations for theming. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, yeah, it's got a good ride, so. So, yeah. Oh, and actually, I've seen, I've seen this here. Look, they, they even say now that if you pay for a day, you get to come back all season, so you get a season pass just with your ticket. What, on Towers? Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah, because, I mean, the season pass is, is, is not that expensive either for, like, the entire year, so. No. But obviously, we don't know I, when it's going to open. Well, yeah. this is a big worry, to be honest, because uh, I think that the theme parks in the UK are not as protected as, say, a huge corporation like Disney or, or Comcast Universal. Um, so I wouldn't might, worry as much might, about they might the be at risk, maybe, but I would worry about things like, uh, you know, Blackpool Pleasure Beach, for example, that isn't owned by a big conglomerate. Yeah. But then again, because their prices are so reasonable, they probably get a constant traffic of people visiting anyway. But last time we went, there was nobody there. So yeah, this is this is the worry. So I, I guess the uh, the the big queues for Alton Towers are at least proof that it does pull a crowd and is is making money. You would hope. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, that's that's probably our best option in the UK. Obviously, we don't know yeah. when Disney will reopen, uh, but until then, there's there's plenty of places you can go here. Um, well, it's not. We well, can't right now, Sam, because it's. No, what, I know. I mean, you can go and look at it. You can go and stand outside wistfully. Um, you can look online. Especially since apparently we won't be able to go abroad this summer, according to Matt Hancock. But then the EU say that a summer holiday thing is planned. So you know, who knows? Um, yeah, but then, but then again, like, I mean, this is kind of not necessarily podcast uh, material. But the uh, if you think about the rest of the EU. You don't have to fly. I think flying is a bigger issue than, say, like if you live in France and want to pop over to Germany for a summer holiday, you know? Yeah. And you're not going to fly. I don't know. Maybe it's just a, I don't know. Maybe it's a flight thing rather than a, anything else. But until then, we just wait and see. So, I mean, this is the big thing for me is not when Walt Disney World will reopen, but when will I be able to fly there? Will I be able to fly there by September? 
If not, yeah. and we, you know, if if that if, if that is cancelled, we get the refund. Then obviously, um, we'll just think about other things. But if you want somewhere to go when things start to reopen in the UK, we'd recommend Alton Towers. It is the best we've got, isn't it? Yeah, it is the best we've got. Yeah. So have you been? Can, you know, want to know if you've been to Alton Towers? If you enjoyed it, let us know. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter, Disverse underscore W, Instagram, Disverse underscore Worldwide, Disverse Worldwide at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you later.